Greetings, Father God. I thank you for bringing us all here to yet uh, another day, another day of life, allowing us to be able to listen to this podcast, to grow, to learn something new. I ask that as we listen, Father God, and as we speak to our audience, you speak through us and you allow them to be blessed, not by our voice, but by yours. Be with everyone under the sound of my voice, Father God, in a special way, and I'd ask that you shower your blessings on each and every one of us. Watch over us, guide us, and protect us, Father God, and as we all go about our day-to-day lives, I ask that you would reveal yourself in every way possible. Thank you, Lord. We love you. It's in your name I humbly pray this prayer. Amen. Um, Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Living Room Podcast. Um, So today, I just want to give a quick shout-out to our listeners. We have 4.2K total plays. That is so amazing. And welcome to our new listeners in Germany, Australia, Tanzania, Romania, Argentina. Wow, like we're really getting across the world. Um, okay, so now we have our birthday shout outs. So first there's Carrie, one of our own co-hosts, Melissa, James, Sienna, Christian, Stinger, Aaron, Inulua, Naomi, Harika, Emmanuel, Keenan, Ethan, Gabe, Janelle, Brianna, Elena, Brooke, Andrew, Mrs. Camps, and Mr. Thrower. Happy birthday, everyone! The scripture for this week is found in Isaiah 61, verse 8, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation, and it says, For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant with them. Y'all, I am so excited. It looks like this is our last week of school. And I cannot tell you how happy, how proud, how impressed I am by this group of students who has decided to sacrifice their Friday mornings to serve. And so my prayer, my hope, my plead to God is that you be wild beyond your wildest, wildest dreams, that um, God would bless you um, beyond what you could ask or think or even imagine to the third and fourth generation after you, okay? That means your womb would be blessed, okay? That means what the seeds that you put in the ground would be blessed. And I'm just so grateful for the sacrifice and the commitment that you've made throughout this year. It is truly remarkable and amazing. So as we kind of close up uh, for the podcast season and class, I mean, for the 2020 and 2021 school year, uh, we've got a uh, one of our students who is going to bless us with a message and his message is I'm really excited about it because I think some things are going to be touched on that is super relevant for this time for this age for this season for you for us Um, so he is a member of the class of 2021 the legendary class of 2021 his name is Justin and if I could describe Justin I kind of describe him as the G in lasagna He's silent, but he is a force to be reckoned with. So, Justin, let's go, bro. Okay, thank you, Chaplain. Um, so I have a special guest today on the podcast, um, Mr. Keith Norman, who is a licensed professional mental health counselor with a specialized training in spiritually integrated psychotherapy or pastoral counseling. He is honored to be a husband of 13 years with two daughters. Keith identifies as a Christian who happens to be of African-American descent. 
He recently returned to his hometown of Richmond, California after living in Prince George's County, Maryland for about 12 years. Keith is the founder and owner of his own private practice, Reno Cap Counseling Incorporated. Um, so um, my message is gonna be um, black mental health and you know, and how interacting with people outside of our race can affect our mental health. So, but before um, we start anything, I'd like to say this is an open conversation. So feel, um, as you feel prompted to, just ask any questions. But for our first question, I'd like to ask, what is mental health and why is it important? Thank you, Justin, for um, inviting me to the living room. Thank you, everyone. I'm glad to be here. So excited. Um, and this is such an awesome conversation to have um, about Black mental health. And so um, that really hits at the heart of why I even do mental health. So to answer that question, what is mental health? Uh, mental health essentially is being aware of your thoughts, your emotions or feelings and your actions and how the three of those um, interact. Um, and ideally when we are well, then our thoughts align with our emotions and our emotions align with our behaviors and everything flows well. Um, when we're not aligned, whether our emotions aren't aligned or our behaviors aren't aligned, then that is an opportunity for us to engage in the mental health dynamic. Okay. so. Um, as I stated, you know, um, having black mental health is the topic. So, um, how important is it to have, um, a psychologist or a counselor that looks like you? I would say, um, it, 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 it can be very important. Um, I've had the privilege of being able to study with, um, various mental health professionals from various races and um, various backgrounds. And the way that it can be important is in um, first being able to see someone that looks like you and, and you know, on a scientific level, um, there's an aspect of what we call mirroring. And so um, it's kind of like your counselor can be your mirror. And so when your mirror looks uh, closer to the way you see yourself, then it's it may be easier for you to um, be able to receive the reflections that that mirror might offer. Um, that's not saying that someone who does not like look like you can't help because sometimes, um, you know, we have mirrors that magnify things so it doesn't show exactly the same that we're looking at. Um, and so sometimes someone that doesn't could be helpful, but at the same time, it is great to have someone who looks like you who can reflect back things in a way that you understand in a way that feels genuine to you. So I would say um, it's very helpful to have that. So from your own personal experience, and um, this might be a little um, very personal question, but mm -hmm. is it has it been easier with you working with um, patients that are African-American or, um, you know, outside of the race? That's a great question. Um, I will say that I am motivated. I am very passionate about being able to work with clients who are from the African-American background because I see 
um, so much hurt, so much struggle, so much challenge um, in this population. Um, and I want to help that. And so when I am able to sit with a client that is in from the African American background, what what the way what it how it affects me is, is one, it feels as if I am contributing to helping um, the population of people that I'm a part of. And two, my hope is that that experience allows this person to share that with others in their circle. And therefore, we start to see generational healing. We start to see expanded exponential healing of our people. So I know a running thing in the Black community is, you know, a lot of people, they like to denounce mental health and say like, oh, it's not serious. Or they'll tell you like, just get over it or it doesn't exist. So what's one way that you can, um, that you think is a good way of helping push our people into getting help for um, their traumas? That's an awesome question, uh, Justin. You know, I'll tie in that, you know, there's this old adage of what happens in this house stays in this house. Um, and so one, one illustration I'll have is that if anybody was to uh, be outside one day and unfortunately someone um, has an accident. Let's say that they, um, you know, we hope this never happens, but if someone gets hit by a car and they're not um, severely injured, but if that person was to walk up, jump up and just keep going about their day, you kind of wonder like, you know, how is that happening? You know, is, are they okay? Are they sure that they don't need to see a doctor? So the same way when something negative happens in our in our life experience um it's it's important to be able to be in a place where there's someone trained to hear that experience and someone trained to help um you facilitate working through healing of that experience or working through what we call making meaning of that experience we have experiences where we can make meaning of it whether it be positive or negative. We can make positive meaning out of negative experiences and we can make negative meaning out of positive experience and everything in between. Um, and so what I would say to someone who's saying, we don't need that, or that's that's for um, uh, what, I don't like to use this term, but someone says that's for crazy people. I would say, you know, this is, is just as vital, just as important as your physical health and in some ways, maybe more so. Um, that being able to sit in a space and and think through what's going on is also is really vital. And then on the flip side, because the tagline for our company is know and love yourself better. And so there's this aspect of, well, what if nothing's going on? I, then maybe I don't need counseling. Well, that might be true, but you also, there may be things that you want to grow and develop and improve. And counseling can assist and support with that too. We all um, want to be able to improve our relationships, whether it be with family, with a spouse, with a sibling. Um, and so counseling can assist with that. We we all have goals. Um, maybe there's some support and motivation and, and planning and, and counseling can assist with that. So there are many opportunities on the spectrum of life experiences for someone to benefit from sitting with someone else who's trained to assist in that way. Um, so there's a question in the chat that said, mm -hmm. um, can you describe what trauma is? And um, how have you seen it show up in the lives of black and brown people? 
Absolutely. Um, so to get a little technical, um, in, in professional mental health counselors, we have uh, what we call lowercase t or little t trauma and uppercase t or big t trauma. So the, the first, I'll start with big t trauma. The first, when, when we think of trauma, we think of anything that presents a, a perceived threat to your life or leads to a significant threat of harm or injury. So when you've been in a situation where you have been under perception that your life is a threat or even at the point of threatening your own life by taking your life, then that is that would be considered a, a big T or a, a, a significant trauma. Now, there are other things that may happen where you may not see um, a threat to your life, but this experience is ongoing. Um, you, you may have nightmares about it or you may continue to stress about it. Let's say, for example, there's a uh, two people that are in a relationship and they have a, a really bad breakup and there's yelling and there's screaming and there's name calling and all these things. And, and, and this person, you know, this, this happened months ago, but they're still thinking about that, still asking questions, still unable to focus, then that could be considered a traumatic, traumatic experience. Uh, what I've seen in, in, in the black and brown communities is an excess of traumatic experiences uh, due to the climate in our society, due to the way that the systemic racism that is ingrained in our society, due to the um, ways our society has kind of been set up to cause violence and fighting and, and friction among within our own people. And so this this constant trauma of having to survive, having to do better, having to having to do more than what might be expected of others in order to maintain. I also see another uh, question in the chat that says, how do you support people who have gone through a lot of trauma in their life or going through difficult situations? Um, I'll take a moment to step on my soapbox, if I may. Um, I'm trained as a pastoral counselor. And what pastoral counseling essentially is, is the ability or the training, the skills to apply the client's um, level of spirituality or faith tradition into their therapy. And so if their background, their faith, or that spirituality is a source of strength and support, then we add that into how we grow.